1: We started the show by asking for famous bald Minnesotans.
2: Mm, we did.
1: And I forgot. You know, my best friend in the whole world, a very tall, handsome dude who went totally bald about, I don't know, three or four years ago. And he pulls it off. But another person wanted to give a shout out to his car guy, who's apparently bald. Oh. My tire guy, Jason and Savage, pretty famous bald guy. And then Rocco Baldelli, Rocco Baldelli Twins Manager, and Pablo Lopez. So thank you for those uh, additions.
2: Yeah, keep sending them. Yep. Let's do quick takes with Charlie.
3: All right, so uh, we're going to start out today with Adam, I All believe. Right. Let's start out over here. Uh, a Boeing 747 is set to make history this week, Adam, as it flies across the Atlantic on solely eco-fuel. That eco-fuel, of course, oh, is made from mostly used cooking oils and plant-based products 787 that is a big plan I yes don't know if you know what those guys look like but uh that is a very yep. large aircraft would you feel safe hmm. flying on that type of thing you know? uh yes i am going to
1: say that yes you can paint it as okay hey this is old cooking oil and grease that we're filling this plane up with but i would think that uh i mean i don't want to be the first one like hey this is a test run so go ahead but i think if they're using it now to be as an alternative, it's through the stages enough to know that I'm confident that the plane will make it uh, on the uh, recycled uh, cooking oil or whatever it's on. And bravo to the people. Bravo to the people who says, you know what, we can use this cooking oil. We can yeah. turn it into jet fuel.
2: Right who figured who figured that out? Who decided, "Hey guys, I have an idea. Let's take what used to be in the french fry fryer at yeah. McDonald's, collect it and put it in the jet." And let's see if that works. And who was willing to take that first flight? I mean, obviously, Probably. there are a lot smarter people with, you know, chemists and whatnot figuring this all out. But I would have been nervous if it was the first flight. We could, it could have been the guy at
1: the McDonald's over the fryer saying, you know yeah. what? Boy, I feel bad when we waste all this oil. There's got to be something
3: we can do with
1: it. I know. let put it in my car. We'll make jet fuel
3: out of it. I, I don't know anything about chemistry, but I would be interested. How does that why, – why oil? Why does that work so well for this? Why not – I don't know. Some other random crap. Yeah. It seems like oil – that seems to work. I don't know. And
2: used recycled oil. Like you'd think to fly a plane, you might need some new products. But, I mean, this is a great – this is a great development – I won't be on the first flight, but when it's regulated. <laughs> when one
1: lands, you'll be like, okay, I'll try that. And I'll what if there's it, like a, yeah. the, the pleasant scent of French fries the entire yeah. time you're in the air? So
3: no, that is a thing.
1: Three what?
2: Fries.
3: Yeah. No, you, you smell the oil. That is 100% oh with biofuels. God. That is a thing. That that's That is what that happens. happens.
1: I love the smell of jet fuel, by the way, because to me, that's the scent of an airport and you're traveling. Vacation. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's going to be McDonald's. Uh,
3: French fries. fries. French fries. Right. That's, that's, French fries. That's the new one. I'm loving it. Am I right? Okay, yeah. I'll be here all week. All right, Jordana. the uh, The funeral of uh, f- former first lady Rosalind Carter is uh, mm-hmm. going to be taking place over the next couple of days. It's a, a big event. I believe they said it's going to be over a three day, you know, memorial. There's there's all sorts of things happening, um, and mm-hmm. President Jimmy Carter is supposedly going to be yeah. there for oh, nice. uh, at least some of the. Um, Some of the events, Uh, Mm -hmm. but the two big performers, Jordana, that are going to be there. Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood are going to be performing at the funeral of Mm -hmm. Rosalind Carter. So my question, Jordana, if you could if you were in that situation and you could plan your funeral and you could have any any artist, any performers perform at your funeral, who are you picking?
2: Okay, Adam's nodding like he knows who I would pick.
3: No, I'm no. No, no, it's a
2: great question. I have no idea. It is a great question. It is a great question. Um, I think if if he outlasts me, Bruce Springsteen oh, yeah. would have to be. I mean, that's just a classic. I think. He would, yeah, he'd be a, a nice and emotional, make people cry, get them all riled yes. up that I'm dead.
3: Yeah. What song you know? what song are you picking?
2: Oh, um, gosh, maybe like a th- really like a throwback, like Secret Garden. Oh, uh, something wow. kind of slow and sad. Oh, you know what? The Rising. I think it would be The Rising. That because it is while it's,
3: it's a 9/11 uplifting. Song, that he wrote
2: right? Yeah, he wrote that song for the album post nine eleven, and that's that's the album and, and the, the song The Rising is a beautiful song about uh, you know, the firefighters elevating up to heaven because they never came out of the building. It's all about the first responders. They didn't know what they were getting into, but they rushed into to save people and now they are looking down on all of us, have risen with the smoke. I mean it's it's a devastating song, but um, appropriate, honestly, for a funeral. So I'm going to go with Bruce. If Bruce goes before me, yeah. maybe John Bon Jovi.
1: <laughs> I, uh, how about Vince Gill singing, go rest high on mm. that mountain. Mm. It's a beautiful song. And he's mm. now it's like, he's kind of the go-to person now. Anytime a major country star dies, Vince Gill performs, go rest high on oh. that mountain at the Grand Ole mm. Opry. Uh, so, but it's a nice. beautiful song it's, and, uh, I'll, I'll go with Vince Gill.
3: All right, let's move on to number. Three. Well, what about you,
2: Charlie? You get to answer too, oh, and also do maybe I? land a hope and dreams. I'm trying oh, to think man. what song now. I can't decide. I
3: I have no but idea. Don't, I've always said, really. I don't,
2: you... Well, so my thing, I I
3: don't care about like my funeral. It's for the other people. Yeah, right. It's not for yeah. me. I'm yeah. I'm gone. I'm not there. Of course. Right. So, yeah. so in my mind, I'm like, I don't. I
1: don't I'm care. all about too. I'm all about right. having an Irish wake.
3: Yeah.
1: Send everybody to the pub. Put my picture on the <laughs> bar. And then put uh, somebody doing Irish music in the corner. That would work for me too.
3: Yeah, it's you know, whatever the the group that is there decides would be their favorites. I would I would put the money aside. I'd say, hey, you want to book Maroon Five for the the funeral? (laughs) Go right ahead. (laughs) If that's who you're feeling. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I, I great question I though.
1: We'll, we'll take your uh, mm-hmm. six five one four six one yeah. nine two two six. Who who would you want to perform at your funeral? Could be a comedian too.
3: You know, yeah, why not? Oh, I uh, love that. Uh, th- there's a Monty Python. If you remember, yeah. um, what's his name? Yes, his of course. Um, the the main guy. Ah, oh, man. I'm. I'm blanking on it, but John Cleese went up there and gave just a hilarious, oh, yeah. hilarious mm. uh, eulogy. Uh, we'll move on here. It's a good question. You could say something uh, on Mel the Brooks line if you want. Ooh, Talking about great. Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks would be great. Mm. Um, who am I on? Adam? Yes. Adam, it's you. Yeah. Per a New York Times report, the billionaire Koch brothers network is putting their full weight behind Nikki Haley as the mm. next presidential candidate for the GOP to push the GOP past Donald Trump, barring something health-related or medical, does she have one singular chance at this thing, Adam? Even with all that money?
1: No. I don't think so. It's his party, man. It is his party. And clearly, uh, you know, 91 um, charges against him. Not slowing him down. So, (laughs) not slowing me down. So, no, no. Zero chance.
2: See, that's sad because I know people, and it's certainly in the circles that I talk about this with people. Yes. They like her. Yes. And she is a viable option, and I would vote for her. So the zero chance, that saddens me. That that, that feels un-American, that a quality candidate has zero chance.
1: Well, it's funny, too. It's like... (laughs) Oh, like <laughs> Nikki Haley's the more moderate choice. I mean, t- uh, yeah. ten years ago, Nikki Haley and would have been crazy. on the far right of the yeah. far right. Right, but it just shows you how skewed is made everything now.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, she's going to have a lot of money behind her uh, going yeah. forward here. So who's who knows? Maybe things, uh, maybe things and get money, crazy. Maybe money works. dirt comes out, huh?
1: Yeah. dirt. Yeah, they're going to finally find something on Donald Trump. people dirt. oh, jeez, Donald, I can't believe it. Yeah, I can't believe he's yeah. not the
3: man I thought he was. I'm out of here. Yeah. That dirt is finally going to come out. <laughs> All right, uh, Jordana, final question here. Elon here. Musk mm-hmm. traveled to Israel over the last few days to see the scenes of tragedy uh, that have taken place there for himself. Yes. Uh, just really generally, Jordana, I-, I want your thoughts on kind of these non-governmental entities but big <laughs> names going to Israel to see these things. Uh and whether, you know, is it selfish? Is it a personal goal? Is it or, or is it totally OK to to have, you know, somebody like Elon Musk making a personal trip to Israel right
2: now? Really good question. I um, many thoughts on this, by the way, and I follow Elon's. I. Yep. Yeah. Elon's trip to Israel uh, quite a bit yesterday. Listen to his comments in his interview with the prime minister. Um, you know what? Let's take a quick break. Uh, I want to I actually have some sound from Elon's trip, and then I will answer that question. Charlie, if that's OK with you, sir, you are the producer. Of course. All right. Let's do that. Quick break. Um, Elon in Israel next. So Elon Musk went to Israel. Elon Musk, by the way, <laughs> has recently been accused of sharing an anti-Semitic tweet and supporting an anti-Semitic tweet that, you know, Jews are controlling. Whatever it was, it was anti-Semitic. And Elon tweeted, retweeted the tweet and it, said, this is the yeah, truth. It was, it was, a was bit, very anti the It was
1: the tweet that basically purports the, the great replacement theory. That somehow Jews are out to replace white people. Right. And he responded to that tweet saying, this is the truth. This is the truth. Yeah.
2: Yes. Okay. It's not the truth. It's, you know, Nazi propaganda, KKK propaganda. Uh, Of course. Trust me. I I like my life. I'm not coming for yours. I'm good the way I am. Um, I also consider myself white. So that's (laughs) kind of a strange leap uh, for Elon. So, Elon gets invited or somehow makes his way to Israel and he does a tour of the kibbutzim that were raided by terrorists and people were tortured and brutally murdered and then, um, held captive. He also watched the video, uh, that was, that Hamas terrorists took. They, they were recording all of this from their GoPros. And uh, the dead ones, uh, the ones that died in Israel when uh, the IDF finally responded, um, you know, have that video. So this is video taken by Hamas, and and he watched some of that. And I hear it's very, very challenging. I would not want uh, to view that video. I heard it's very upsetting to watch. And then he had a meeting with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Now, first to answer – I have some sound. So first to answer Charlie's question, what do I think about – leaders going over, like, you know, uh, like business people going over. I think if you are as high profile as, you know, an Elon Musk or a Bill Gates or, a, you know, um, who's the Amazon guy? No, he's a famous bald guy, Bezos. Too.
1: Jeff Bezos. Yeah, yep. Bezos.
2: Thank you. Um, you know, a- and you want to go and see what's there. You have influence in the world. Certainly Elon does because he owns Twitter, X. Uh, so and he's tweeting anti-Semitic things. So if, if I'm Israel or Jewish, which I, I am both. Um, I would want him to come and see the truth. If you don't understand anti-Semitism, if you're tweeting out ridiculous conspiracy theories and, you know, never – I don't know, don't understand why anti-Semitism exists or maybe understand the root of this conflict, uh, which dates back to thousands of years, I think that you should go. I do. And educate yourself. And honestly, I think that may have happened a little bit with Elon because, uh, you know, some of his comments were – not conciliatory about the tweet, he didn't address that. He just spoke about his visit there, and I think it was very eye-opening. So, um, if we may, th- this, his comments are about three minutes long. It's been all, uh, you know, condensed. But uh, well, Adam and I will jump in when he says something that we want to comment on. But I'd like to share that with you. Go ahead, Charlie. Charlie, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in there because he said if you could just pause him he said you know we need to stop engaging in the propaganda Mm -hmm. i mean you know elon you were part of that and that kind of line gave me hope that oh okay when you when you educate people when you show them the truth when they learn facts Then they won't spread ridiculous conspiracy theories because often, you know, these people are just dumb who don't and I'm not saying Elon's dumb. He's he's actually a genius. No matter what I think of him, he is a genius. But the people that are spreading conspiracy theories or jumping on a Hamas bandwagon. They're just uneducated. And, you know, they want to, they feel like they want to do something or they heard somebody somewhere talking about it or they, you know, are in a, a liberal movement that also doesn't understand the conflict and they're uneducated. So I am glad Elon went and I'm glad he saw what he saw.
1: I, and I, I, I don't know. I, I, I hear this and I see this and I, this is Elon Musk. And you said it, you said it after he tweeted what he tweeted, that when people tell you who they are, believe it. And he tweeted that, and I'm sorry, he's, like, advertisers are leaving Twitter, or X, Mm -hmm. and to me this is like, well, I got to go. I got to go over there and stop the bleeding here uh, for my own personal company. And I I, I just feel like this is, and, yeah, I am. i
2: I do think it changes you. I, his first comments were. Well, I'm sure about it does, and I'm sure it's, Hamas. Yeah, and if you
1: view, view those videos, I'm sure it does. Yes. And if you yes. watch those videos, and somehow mm-hmm. think, "Well, they're justified in doing that," then you've that's right. a that's a you've got a problem. But I'm sure it absolutely does change you.
2: Mm hmm. Uh, he, you know, articulated that these terrorists were gleefully murdering babies, mm-hmm. burning them alive, putting them in ovens and cheering about it and being happy about it. And I think when you see that, you see pure evil. People in this country don't understand that kind of evil. We just we don't. I'm sorry. Oh, we, I don't we know. I think, we, do. I think we
1: absolutely do understand mm. that kind of evil. Then, I mean, September 11th, well, that wasn't evil enough to show us.
2: Um, Oh, that was certainly evil. Uh, Of course it was. But physically, you know, like cutting the foot or toes off of a child in front of his mother to torture her before you bind them together and burn them alive and then cheer about it and call your mom and tell her about it, Uh, you know... Well, that wasn't as in our face mm-hmm. in, at 9-11. Okay. Yep. So I agree. think once you witness that, people taking videos of it and uh, I just the, which she said, the gleefulness. So I, I think he understands that Hamas, that terrorists who do this, who believe in this ideology and anybody who believes in this I- ideology needs to be eliminated. Of course, that is not all the Palestinian people. Of course it's not. There are many, many good Palestinian people, great Arabs. There are many uh, allies. Uh, for for good and right in the world. And that's not what we're saying. But he now understands um, that there is true hate and true evil. And the propaganda is often, this is often the source of it.
1: Yeah, I uh, I do. Uh, yes, I, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. And But, I mean, I,
2: do is I believe? Is he belie- trying to walk out for his bottom line? I hear you, Adam. Maybe he is, yes.
1: Right. Well, I, <laughs> maybe it's, maybe I mean, is. I, that's... That's that's a huge part of this. And it doesn't make me forget about what he tweeted in response to what was a blatant <laughs> anti-Semitic tweet. And that, yes, that's that's like, I, do I feel like suddenly he's educated about that and disagrees with that view? I, maybe for a week. And then we'll uh, the, right. do. I think we've seen the last controversy, including an anti-Semitic controversy from Elon Musk. I, I'm not going to hold my breath.
2: Mm, see, even me, the Jew, wishes you weren't right. But sadly, uh, you, probably, you probably are. Although, ish, things like this do profoundly change a person. So again, we, we, we will see. Uh, when we get back, someone who has not changed, Alex Jones. He's still an ass. He's still a mean, awful, talk about evil. He is still a bad person. And still filthy and now, rich. Which, ugh, this is so upsetting. Alex Jones and why he has not paid the victims of his many, many awful propaganda smear campaigns next.
1: Okay. I I'll admit starting this conversation that I'm an idiot and I guess I don't oh. know about how legal systems work, but to me, if a guy gets uh, sued and a jury decides mm-hmm. that uh, he was wrong and they award uh, the people who sued him, uh, you know, of crazy amount of
2: money. $1.5
1: That's a crazy amount of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, that pretty much would put an end to any uh, 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 function of that mm-hmm. person's means of making money in that, in that same way. I'm talking about Alex Jones. And if anybody's going to say here to stick up for Alex Jones or InfoWars, oh, that's a full <laughs> stop for me. You know, I see cars with InfoWars stickers. I'm like, really? you've got to be kidding me. Like, you have got to be kidding me and stop with this oh this is the truth teller the guy has admitted right. it's all a bit and you know we all make money how we make money and if you want to go out there and spew hate and if you want to go out there and spew conspiracy theories that are harmful i'm not talking about hey do ufo's exist i'm talking about mm-hmm. sandy hook was a was a was a like a red flag a operation for so that they mm-hmm. can take your guns which false is a like flag. false flag yeah thank you false, flag. false uh, like a ridiculous hurtful thing to say and and you make money off that. I'm sorry. I know we have First Amendment protections, but any and not I'm not just a few bucks. We're talking millions and millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. So he gets sued. A jury finds him guilty. They or they, this in a civil case orders him to pay Sandy Hook families one and a half billion dollars. Does Alex Jones have one and a half billion dollars to pay the Sandy Hook families? Probably not. But you know what? He's got a lot of money. And every Mm -hmm. single dollar that he has made through Infowars and the penis pills he sells uh, on the show, you know, uh, and the crap that he shovels, every single one of those dollars should go to those families. And now the families of Sandy Hook victims, because they're not getting paid, are trying to... They're, they're having to renegotiate the settlement saying, okay, just give us $85 million over 10 years. Yes, that's still a lot of money, but that's a fraction of what? Of $1.5 billion. Because he's still got money, and he's still on the air, and he's still doing his thing, and they are not getting the money they deserve. What the hell is wrong if... In this country, if you are charged in a criminal trial and you are found guilty, you go to jail. That's the rules. Mm -hmm. Them's the rules. But in a civil Mm -hmm. case where somebody orders you to pay all this amounts of money as a punishment, you don't have to do that. Or somehow you can find loopholes to avoid that. And I guess I'm sure there's people rolling their eyes listening to me saying that. Are you new here, Adam? That's how systems work. That's how people find loopholes and people can protect their assets and money well then it's wrong well, and it's just it, Again,
2: if you're convicted, you there should be no loopholes. I get it if you're, you know, bad with your taxes, we, that happens a lot. Again, you shouldn't be allowed to do that. I'm not uh, advocating for that. But this is you know, a lawsuit. You lost. You were found guilty in these incidences and and In a statement, the families wrote that he – that Jones – Alex Jones has failed in every way mandated by the bankruptcy code in exchange for a, quote, breathing spell he has enjoyed for almost a year. And the families, by the way, Adam – I know you know this, but our listeners – they have offered to take pennies on the dollar – for the 1.5 billion, like if Alex Jones is like, oh, I don't have 1.5 billion, they're like, okay, yeah, 85 million, liquidate your assets yeah. and 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 pay 8.5 million, literally $8. 85, 8. 5 million 8.5 million a year, yeah, yeah 85. Over, yeah, no, I'm right. sorry, 8.5 a year over 10 for ten years, right, yep. over ten years. But you know what? Why isn't his estate liquidated? Why aren't his paychecks either garnished or taken away? I don't. Obviously, I'm not a bankruptcy lawyer, but why aren't the rules in this in this world set up to to give some justice? And I'm not saying fairness because life isn't fair. If if it was fair, their babies would still be alive and they wouldn't have had to flee wherever their hometown was because of Alex Jones lies. So it's not about being fair. It is a semblance of justice, something that they are owed because they have been so wronged for so long and the fact that i mean so many of them haven't seen a dime it's just, it's devastating it's devastating if you're a bankruptcy lawyer uh, it, can somebody explain to us why the heck this is happening at 6514619226
1: so many texting spreading lies like russian collusion p tapes and laptop was a lie yeah those are the same things it's absolutely the same thing as to making up the like you know 20 kindergartners murdered in a classroom was also a lie totally yeah. the same thing yeah G- give me a break what a pathetic text and you, you know what? If anybody who looks at Alex Jones as well, you know, just he's just, you know, raising questions. Imagine that if you're on. If, just put yourself in the situation of those families just for a split second and dealing with the tra and the horrific tragedy of that happening. And then people actively lying and saying, oh, well, it's it was just a, it's just an effort to get to curb the Second Amendment. And then you have other disgusting people who actually make threats against you or find out where you live to protest your very existence, Uh, I'm sorry, zero sympathy sympathy for that. And I don't care if Alex Jones, you know, has made so much money doing that. I'm sorry. It's, you know, that's blood money, first of all. And it it should go to the people of little
2: children, of little of babies, of, of five and six year olds. I mean, it's like this is such an open and shut thing. This is so black and white in the, in should be in everybody's reality. There is good and there is evil. And Alex Jones is a bad person. Yeah. And the people who had their babies slaughtered in schools should get some sort of justice. Again, not fairness, some sort of justice, but not because of the slaughter, because I'm sure if, if that Whatever, uh, you know, the the shooters, I won't even say his name, and his mother, he murdered his mother first. Whatever estate they had probably went to some of the victims, as it should. But the ongoing harassment that people, uh, I know you guys know this story, and I I know many of you feel the same. I am just outraged by this that he hasn't paid and that he still lives in a million, multi million dollar mansion. He's still making money. And this is
0: over a million. Should a not be allowed. Over a million dollars. It
2: should a year. I mean, my God, people? Really? Like, where is the justice? Because I understand there's no fairness in the world, but there is supposed to be justice. Mm-hmm. And it's been over a year since this case was settled. It's unbelievable to me that this goes on. Ten
1: forty-six. Uh, your reaction: six five one four six one nine two two six. More with Adam and Jordan after the break.
2: Now that I'm all outraged and angry about Alex Jones because, again, talk about evil in our world. You mentioned he had a million-dollar-a-year salary, and he did. And under the bankruptcy case orders, um, Alex Jones has been allowed to receive that salary of a million dollars. It's $20,000 every two weeks, okay? Oh, this is $520,000 a year, so it's a million dollars – I guess every two years, but this month, a court-appointed restructuring officer wanted to up Jones' pay to $57,000 $57, biweekly or a million and a half a year. He, he wanted to give himself a raise, and the judge said, of course, yeah. no, but he claims, get this, he claims he's been grossly underpaid for mm. how vital yeah. he is to his media company. <sighs> I, that's what another thing i don't understand why is he still allowed to be on the air i mean i guess it's self-funded and he does it and it, out of his basement and he i just don't understand why the ftc allows him to still be on the air after this that well, that, that should have been part of i mean the
1: that's settlement. the i mean and, and that's the first amendment argument that we're facing right and i'm not i'm uh, i'm not suggesting that you know, there's, we we need restrict. I, I I don't I don't. It's I'm fearful of even like bringing that up. But when you
2: on Alex say Jones such
1: egregious things that are so damaging. I mean, just imagine you lose, if you, you should you lose will. rights.
2: Yeah. Right? Come on.
1: Um, After Jesus, you are
2: convicted of something like that, you can lose your rights. Uh, that's not going to affect anybody else's free speech. You've been convicted of this terrible thing. Uh, you are the source of all of this pain. A judge has ruled against you numerous times. Like uh, you, But that's you the point here is rights. like
1: the financial impact of this case should be so significant that he has a difficult time, if not impossible yes. time, to do the same thing again. Yes. And. um, yes. That clearly that isn't working. As somebody texting here. Perhaps if the judge had set the fine at eighty-five million originally, instead of a kind of unrealistic one and a half billion, Jones may have acknowledged yeah. and paid that. I highly yeah. doubt. I, I understand that, but I highly doubt that because
2: mm-hmm. he
1: isn't. The, these people are in the business, and you can find lawyers if you if you've got that kind of money. You can pay for lawyers to uh, find any way possible for you to keep your money and prevent that from happening. And but and that I guess. That's the American way. That's what we, that's our system of justice that is set up in fact that that can happen. Just in the same way that the Second Amendment is set up to the fact that that the cost of our rights as gun owners means that Mm -hmm. mass shootings can happen because Mm -hmm. we're not willing Mm -hmm. to yield those rights. So, okay, if that's, then maybe this is just the cost of doing business uh, with Mm -hmm. significant amounts of money and people... It's a cliche, but uh, there's truth to it. You know, if you've got money, you can pretty much skate on anything. So,
2: mm. This texture says, I'm a corporate attorney, not a bankruptcy attorney, but many folks dodge bills and judgments and they're bad actors. Okay, so here, here's a message to our elected officials. Do something about this. This is something that you can probably get a bill passed, that if you are convicted in a civil court and, and there is a judgment against you that you must pay i understand if you're indigent and you don't have any money if you're poor and you can't pay okay that's a thing um like derek chauvin didn't couldn't pay you know any judgment for george floyd's family i think the state of minnesota paid that um but maybe that's a that's not really an equivalency here but you should not be allowed to make a half a million dollars or 1.5 million dollars a year there's the lawmakers you guys need to fix this Women, when you need to fix
1: this, I, I just I, I, you know, this is another failure of humans just to p- put themselves in somebody else's shoes. Is mm-hmm. you know, is to the unimaginable tragedy that somebody would go through and then experience this at, uh, at the hands of just a loudmouth and a guy. Again, mm-hmm. I'll say it again. Uh, in his divorce proceedings, admitted, it, yeah, it's just a bit, you know just do this as a bit oh my
2: god i I can't i can't i I can't even hear that and that's so god awful well uh,
1: so and but that's some people actually hold that person up to being a you know a voice of truth Mm
2: -hmm. so you still say you see the uh, bumper stickers info not a lot
1: but i've seen a few
2: and it's just like absolutely insane yeah all right something else that has us uh interested and shocked only half of minnesota students can read at grade level Will new teacher training fix it? That is a headline in the Star Tribune. We're going to ask that question and why only half of the students are reading at grade level. That is coming up in the next hour. Yeah. We're going to talk at 1105 uh, about this Star Tribune story and our education system. It's,
1: and, uh, no, it's, it's a significant story. and I don't think a lot of people, you know, when the legislature last year, you know, the trifecta, as it was called, the Democratic uh, House,
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: Senate and governor, you know, implemented these new changes. To uh, education, uh, spending a lot of money to change to overhaul the systems that instead of you know teaching to tests, teaching mm-hmm. hopefully you know legitimate methods to get kids. It's very fascinating too. In that if you if you love like learning about language or learning about the origins of words, it's mm-hmm. that's kind of the new direction of teaching reading, yes. and it's pretty fascinating. And they're already doing it in the Anoka Hennepin School District. And we'll be talking to the woman who's putting that, who's implemented it there, and uh, seeing how it will work for the rest of Minnesota. Also, uh, our uh, holiday showdown question today: Do you send Christmas cards anymore, or do you say nope? Um, Did you
2: check our poll? I'm checking. Let me look.
1: Checking our poll as we speak, and it's still people uh, saying poll. no. Uh, sixty. Yeah, I have
2: sixty. Yep, okay, there you go. Sixty-one
1: mm-hmm. and a half percent people uh, say no; they do not send holiday cards. Uh, Thirty-eight and a half percent said yes; they still do. Feel free if you, uh, you know, want to send me a card. I did this last year. I think I made a shameless oh, yeah. pitch saying, okay, hey, send me, a, send me a Christmas card here.
2: Oh, you shouldn't put them up uh, in the studio, and then we'll take a video of it.
1: Well, that'd be an exciting video of me opening Christmas okay. cards.
2: <laughs> no, I'm just putting all the Christmas cards that we receive. Six uh, twenty-five, Second Avenue <laughs>
1: South. Yeah, feel free. You know, if you want to put a backhanded uh, criticism or a backhanded, backhanded compliment no, in that Christmas just... card as well. Uh, feel free Just to do the that credit
2: card um, also credit card yeah if you want to put a credit card We're, in there i'll take a that. credit card yeah oh, for sure uh coming up at ten thirty-five, Tori van oot is going to be joining us and really another burning question of the day adam why are we not talking more about the shopping carts at ikea
1: What's the matter with them? The are shop- they made out of wood? Do you oh. got them? Are they like everything else at IKEA? Do you, you have don't have to, to assemble them? Do you have to assemble them with an Allen wrench and break your knuckles trying to do it.
2: You don't have to assemble them, but Mark and I um, had to make a pilgrimage to IKEA uh, uh, yesterday, so we did that, and we had to we get got Maddox a dresser. He broke his old dresser. I mean, it's it was old. It was like his baby furniture. Uh, so we picked up a dresser, but those the the. Shopping carts, they have wheels that go in all directions, so they don't just go straight. Like a luggage, like, go like to a to suitcase, right.
1: like a suitcase. Yes. And That's brilliant, by the way.
2: No, no. What? No. No. oh we're no. going to get the
1: bottom of that. I,
2: Save okay. that argument. Again, we're definitely going to be talking about that, too, because I, at some point I gave up. I was like, babe, y- y- you got to do
1: this. Your Linda's Construction time check is a 1058. Yes, time to get free installation labor on Infinity From Marvin Windows, new reading standards, new reading protocol. We'll talk about it after the news on CCO.